begin today the Gemara on the Afyuzayinam with Beis, the last uh, two lines of the page where it says Toshema. The Gemara here brought an Ibayah. Rav asks an Ibayah. This is the sugi of Tzreiris, where the halacha regarding Tzreiris is, if an animal doesn't uh, trample directly with his feet and, dra- and break, rather it kicks pebbles and then the pebbles go and break something. So there's a machlaikis between Sumchis and the Rabbanon. Sumchis say that you pay full pay, just like when the behemoth trampled with its feet. <coughs> the Rabbanon, however, say that you pay Chatzinezek, and this is Allah that if it's not done with the body of the animal, only with the Kayach of the animal, you pay only half pay. Now the Shaila is, what happens if the animal stepped on a keli and it did not break it, and then that keli went and rolled, and then from the impact on the ground, it, it broke. Is this in the category of tzreiris, which is only a damage that's a secondary damage, not directly with the body of the animal? Or is it a, a damage which is directly from the body of the animal? And what's the shaila over here? So the Gemara says the shaila is because in this case, it wasn't a pebble that broke this, uh, this vessel. The, the, the foot of the animal did kick this keli directly. However, it didn't break right away. It just kicked it and it flew. And then from the impact later on the ground, then, then it broke. So do I look at the beginning? The beginning of how this damage happened, there was a direct contact with the body of the animal. Or do I look at how it broke in the end? The way it broke in the end is what it was from the impact on the ground and not from the actual body of the animal. And therefore, without the halacha of tzreiris, then you only pay half a pay. That was a shail of the Gemara. So the Gemara here is going to try to bring a few eyes to this. Toshima, there's a price that says Hidus. This is the chickens that are hopping around, jumping around. Ain't a mood. A chicken is not mood, it's not expected, it's not something normal that the chicken does. So therefore you're not, uh, it's not, it's not, you're not high for this Nezik Shalim. Another opinion is, No, this is normal for the chicken to do this, and therefore you are high of Nezik Shalim. So what is the pshat in this machlekes here? Are they arguing about whether a chicken jumps and hops around? We know that that's the nature of a chicken. Don't you think the shail over here, the machlekes over here is as follows. What happened is the chicken was jumping around and because of this with its feet, it pushed a keli, it pushed a vessel and then that vessel broke later. The exact case that Ari Boye was about. And the argument in this Braise is as follows. The opinion that says that it's a muad is saying that you follow the way the contact of the feet of the chicken was in the beginning. The feet of the chicken pushed and touched the actual vessel that broke. So therefore, because it kicked it directly, so you're going to be, you have to pay full pay. But but the first opinion that says that you're not a muad, they only pay half. Is because he says, no, you follow the way the keli actually broke in the end. In the end, when it broke, it didn't break from the feet of the chicken, but it's because it, it, it rolled and then it hit the ground, that's when it broke, and therefore you only pay half a pay for that, because that's like tzreiris. So then this would be, so we here we have a b'raiseh that argues about this. So the says, loy, not, that's not necessarily the pshat on this b'raiseh, we can say, when it says over here that this hiddus, that this chicken is jumping around, what it's talking about is that the chicken was jumping around and therefore pebbles it went and went flying. And those pebbles went and broke a vessel. 
And and therefore, beplukte the sumchis berabanan kemiflegi. And the argument in this brayse is the same argument as I mentioned in the beginning regarding tzeiris. Any time a chicken or an animal kicks a pebble and the pebble breaks the vessel, there's an argument between sumchis and the rabbanon whether you pay nezek shalem or the rabbanon say you pay chatzin nezek. That's the argument in this brayse. Another Brayse says the Gemara Toshima, the Brayse says, Tarnagailin, Shahoyu Machatitim Bechevel. This was a Brayse quoted before actually. The Tarnagailin chickens that were pecking at the rope of the, a rope that had in it the Chevel Deli. That had in it a Deli. How do they translate Deli over there? Rope of a bucket. The rope of a bucket, yeah. And then, Venifsaka Chevel, what happened is the rope snapped. And Venish Baradli, so the bucket fell and, and broke. So what does it say? Mishalmin nezek shalem. So you pay a full damage. So what happened over here? Where, where was the contact of the body of the chicken? It went and it was pecking at the, at the rope. But then when it pecked at the rope, it didn't break the uh, bucket right away. Later it caused the bucket to roll down and the bucket then broke. And what does it say? That you pay nezek shalem, you pay full damage. So what do you see from this? Shmamino, I could prove from here. Bosame kara azlinon, that you go, you follow the contact of the of the chicken that was pecking at the rope, and over there was directly from the body of the chicken, and therefore that caused the bucket to roll and break. So even though in the end the bucket only rolled and broke from the impact on the ground, but because in the beginning it was caused by the chicken directly pecking at the rope, so you have nezek shalim. So from here you see that in such a kind of case, similar when a, <laughs> when a chicken kicks something and then it rolls down later, that you pay Nezek Shalim. So the Gemara answers, No, you have to understand the Braise there, when it says that you pay full pay, you don't have to pay full pay for the actual uh, bucket itself that broke. You pay full pay for the rope that it, that it uh, snapped, that it ripped by, by pecking at it. Over there, that, that Mamish did with its body directly. But why would you have to pay full pay for that? A chicken trying to eat a rope, that's something which is very unusual. So this should be a tailed of keren. We only pay half for that as well. The chicken is looking for food. It's not looking to eat from a rope usually. Answers the Gemara. No, we can say what happened over here is the Ma'az Belisha. This rope was uh, disgusting. It was dirty with uh, dough that was needed over there. And therefore the chicken was attracted to it because of the dough. So the fact that it was pecking at this rope is considered to be normal, and you have to pay the full pay. But the Gemara doesn't accept this pshat in the Braisa because The Braisa clearly says what happened was the bucket then rolled and the bucket broke. So when it says you pay Nezek Shalem, it's not talking about the rope that snapped. It's talking about paying for the actual bucket. So says the Gemara, We can say that this Braisa that says you pay Nezek Shalem, even if you're going to say that this is Tzreiris, and you do say that because the bucket rolled away and only broke later, it is considered to be tzreiris, and it's it's not. Uh, we don't go after the beginning of the, the contact of the chicken to the uh, rope, but we look at what happened at the end, and it is tzreiris. So why do you pay nezek shalim? I can say that this follows the opinion of sumchis. Sumchis's opinion is that you always pay even for tzreiris full pay. The Gemara doesn't accept this pshat either because is sumches. If this brayse here follows sumches's opinion, but aim is safe. What does it say in the continuation of that brayse? Nites mimenu shever. If now this bucket that broke, so if it went, it flew out. A piece of of this broken bu- bucket flew out. V'nafal al kliacher, and it it fell and it broke a second uh, vessel. 
v'shavra, and broke it. So what's the halacha? Says the b'raise, alarishayin, on the first vessel, on the bucket that fell, m'shalom nezik shalim, for that you pay full pay. V'ala achrayin, and now the, the, a piece of a bucket that broke a second vessel, m'shalom chatzin nezik, for that you pay half a pay. Now what's the distinction between the first and the second vessel? V'is sumches, if you're going to say that this b'raise is sumches' opinion that holds that you always pay nezik shalim, whether it's directly from the animal or stratus, so if so, mi islay chatzinezek. Does sumchis hold when something happens indirectly from the animal? It's only the koyach of the animal. So would sumchis say that you can make this distinction between the first vessel and the second vessel, that for the second vessel that broke, you only pay half a pay? This whole distinction is based on this concept of tzreiris, that the direct damage you pay nezek shalem, but, but then the indirect damage, which is like a pebble that flew, then you pay chatzinezek. So this b'raisa that's making this distinction cannot be sumchis. Says the Gemara, but maybe we could explain this as follows, even according to Sumchis. If you'll argue and say that maybe Shani Leila Sumchis, even Sumchis, that says that an animal that damages directly with its body, and the animal that, that, that damages indirectly by kicking a pebble or by some broken piece then breaking, but even according to Sumchis, there is still a difference when, when an da- animal damages with a kayach, meaning not with its body, but with a pebble that came from its kayach, to not only something which is coming from its kayach, but then a kayach of its kayach. Maybe that's the distinction. So over here, what happened over here? The animal was pecking at the uh, rope, and then that caused the, the bucket to fall. So that's already not directly from the chicken. That's koyach. And then that bucket that fell broke, and it broke another vessel. So that's koyach koychoy. It's two times removed from the body of the animal. So maybe over here, Sumchus would agree that for the second vessel, you're paying Ezek Shali. So the Gemara, if this is the pshar in this b'raise, so then, the elo. if so, ho, the boy Ravashi. This Shailah Ravashi actually spoke about, and we're going to learn about this in Daf Yutes. And he asked the Shailah, Koyach Koychay L'Sumchis, according to Sumchis that says that by Tzreiris, which is the Koyach, that the animal caused to damage, over there you pay Nezek Shalim, but if it's Koyach Koychay, if then if, if that pebble breaks a keli, and then the keli then goes ahead and breaks yet another keli. So according to Sumchis, so Ravashi asked the Shaila, do I say, domi? it's just like the first pebble that broke and you pay nezik sholem? Or it's not like the first kayach of the pebble that broke, and therefore for the secondary kayach, you, you only pay chatzin nezik. This is the Shaila Ravashi asked about Sumchis' opinion. Now, Tiv Shetlei, according to the Pshat that we say here in this Braise, we could answer this from this Braise, the Lav Kekoyachidomi, that the secondary Kayach is not like the first Kayach. That's the case over here. There's the rope, there's the first Keli, which is the Dli, the bucket, and then another Keli that broke. And over here it says that Sumchis is saying that you pay Chatzin Ezek. So therefore the Gemara goes back to the Pshat we said before, El Elav Rabbonani. We must say that this Braise follows the opinion of the Rabbonon that hold it by Tzreiris, you pay Chatzinezek. So why over here, when the bucket fell and broke, are you paying for it Nezek Sholem, if it's seemingly it's only a secondary damage? So the answer is, we go back to the original proof. Vishmamino, we can prove from here, Basame that this case is not like Tzreiris. Because in the case of Tzreiris, there was no original contact with the body of the animal like it is in this case of the of pecking, the, the, the chicken is pecking at the rope. So over here, as it's pecking at the rope, it causes directly the the dli to fall. And therefore, if you look at what it did at the beginning, 
It's not sreitis. It's a direct damage that the chicken is causing, even though later the impact of when it fell on the ground and a roll, that's what broke the keli, but you follow meikara. So we go back to our original raya that we can prove from here that uh, in such a case you pay nezek shalim. So the Gemara says, Omer of Bevi Barabaye, that you can answer and say that we misunderstood Bechlal what the case of this Braise is. What happened over here is the chicken was taken pecking at the rope, but then when the Dali, when this bucket fell, the Ka'azl Mineyu Minei, the chicken then went and pushed this bucket and it continued pushing it until it broke. It didn't just roll itself and then broke, but it, the chicken itself went and pushed it until it broke. And that's why you pay Nezak Shalim for the bucket itself because it was done by the body of the chicken itself. So it's Bechlal Nadaraya to the case that we're talking about. Okay, so the Gemara never resolves this Shaila that it asked over here. There's, it, it, there's no, there's no uh, Gemara goes on to another Ibaya. Ibaya Rav, Rav asked another Shaila regarding the din of Tzreides. Chatsi Nezek Tzreides. So this halacha, that when the animal kicks pebbles and the pebbles breaks a vessel, so you only pay a half a damage. But the Shaila is, how is this pay done? <laughs> Do you pay only from the value of the body of the animal that caused this damage? <laughs> or no, you don't collect the payment just from the value of the body of the animal. You get paid from the best of the possessions or of the money or of the properties of the, of the mazik. So the Gemara explains what's the basis of this shayla. Do you say that you collect the pay only from the body of the animal that caused the damage? <clears throat> yeah, right. You collect the damage and if it would be a chicken, you collect it from the chicken or whatever animal it may be. <clears throat> Why would you collect only from its gulf? Because the loy ashkechon chatzinezek the mishalem aliyah. Minatayre, we don't find a payment of chatzinezek, which is uh, usually by keren. By keren, which is a tam, you pay the first three times chatzinezek. And over there, we don't find that you pay me'aliyah. You don't find that you have to pay from the best. What's the halacha of a tam? A tam, the first three times, you only pay the payment from the value of the body of the animal itself that damaged. So maybe over here, since there's a halacha l'meishim sinai that says that you pay half for tzreiris, maybe part of that halacha l'meishim sinai is that you have to only pay from the value of that body of the animal itself. Or perhaps we could say that no, over here you do pay from the money that you have, from the best of your properties. You don't just pay from the body of the animal. We never find a damage which was done by the animal doing something in its ordinary behavior that you would pay, that you would have to pay only from the body of the animal. Once the animal is mazik, when it's whether it's shein, viregel, all kinds of damages that an animal does, which is its ordinary behavior, so you always have to pay from the best of your properties, from the best of the possessions you have. So maybe over here, even though the Allah Sinai says you only pay half, but nevertheless, the halacha that you have to pay from the best of what you have still remains. So again, the Gemara tries to bring a raya to this from different braises here. At first, it brings the first braise that we quoted today. Toshima hidus ain't a mood. So the braise says a chicken that's dancing around, it's not a mood when it damages this way. Another opinion is no, it is a mood. Now, what exactly is the argument here? Hidus, Are they arguing whether it's normal for a chicken to jump around or not? It's, it's obviously normal for a chicken to behave this way. That can be the pshat. El alav, don't you think that the machloikis here is hidos vehitis, that the chicken was jumping around and it caused a pebble to fly, and that pebble broke something. So this is the case of tzreiris, and they're arguing in this ibaya of rove. 
The pain that says in the price here that the animal is that, that the chicken that is, is not a mu'ed. What does he mean to say? What he's saying, not a mu'ed means, what he's trying to tell you is, you pay chatzin nezek, and not only do you pay half, but you also pay like a keren, which is a tam, and you only pay from the body of the chicken itself. The pain says that it is mu'ed. What he's trying to say is, even though you only pay chatzin nezek, because it's tzreides, but nevertheless, it's not like a keren, where you pay from the, from the body, but you pay from the best of what you have. That's the pshara nesmach leikis here. So the Gemara again answers and says, there's no raya from this loy, beplukte, the sumchis, verabonon, kamifliki. This is a case of tzreides, and the argument is the argument of sumchis and the rabbanon. Whether tzreides you pay chatzin nezek, or you pay nezek shalim. A dog took a charada, let's say a loaf of bread that was sitting in an oven, on the coals in the oven, and the halach and the dog took the, this, this bread together with, with coals, and the, the, the loaf of bread it ate, but then the coals that it took with, the, that the dog took with it, the Hidlikas Agadish, and then dropped these, go- these coals onto, the, uh, onto this Gadish, onto this pile of, uh, of wheat, of grain, that, uh, that there is in someone's property. So what's going to be the Allah? What, what do you have to pay for this damage that your dog just uh, did here? So Allah, regarding this loaf of bread that the dog went and ate up, Shalom Nezek Shalim. That you pay full pay. This is the nezek of shame. Your dog went and into someone's property and ate up his loaf of bread. So that, that's the, the, the hezek of shame that you pay full pay. Now, va'ala godish, this that the dog went and threw a coal into the into this pile of, of grain, mishalem chatzin nezek. For this, you pay only half a pay. Now, why do you pay only half a pay? My timer, what's the distinction? Why regarding this, you burnt this person's godish? Why do you pay a half, uh, only half? Isn't it? Because this is an example of Tzreides, because the loaf that it ate, the animal is damaging with its body. It's, it's, it's chewing, it's eating with its teeth. That's the Hezek of Shane that you pay full damage. But this coal that it took along with it and it threw it into the pile of uh, grain, so that's not something that it's damaging directly with its body. That's like when an when a animal kicks pebbles with its feet and it causes a damage indirectly. It threw the coal into the pile and it burnt it. So for that, that's Tzreiris. You only pay half pay. That's the Pshat in this Braise. Now, the Tani Allah, on this, we learned that it explains this payment of Chatzinezek here regarding the, the pile of grain. That Mishalem Chatzinezek Migufai. That you only pay Chatzinezek and the payment of the Chatzinezek is collected from where? From the body of this, the, the value of the body of the dog itself. You don't collect it from the best of the, from Minali, from what the, what the Mazik owns, but you collect it from the body of the animal itself. So here you see clearly that this Braise says that Chatzin Ezek Tzreides is collected from the body of the animal itself. So the Gemara asks on this and says, no, this can't, this can't be the Pshat of there, because Vitizbara, is this a good explanation? Now Vidir, Rabbalaza argues on this, and that Braise, Rabbalaza says, Nezek Sholim. Rabbalazah there holds that you pay Nezek Shalem not only for the loaf of bread that it ate, you also pay Nezek Shalem for the pile of grain that it burnt with the coal that it threw, threw there. And, and so according to Rabbalazah that you say that you pay Nezek Shalem mi gufei mi ashkechan, is it possible to say that according to Rabbi Lazar, you would have to pay Nezek Shalem, and that collection of Nezek Shalem comes from where? Only from the body of the dog itself that was masked? Do we ever find such a kind of thing? 
So Rashi here explains that Rabbi Lazar and that Braisa that argues, the Pshat would simply be, why is he arguing? So the simple Pshat would be, Rabbi Lazar is arguing regarding Tzreiris. Just like we brought before, there's an argument between Sumchis and the Rabbanon, whether for Tzreiris you pay Chatzin Nezek or you pay Nezek Shalim. So here, this is an example of Tzreiris, the animal throwing the coal onto the pile <laughs> of grain. So the, the Braisa, the Tanei Kamen, the Braisa says, you pay Chatzin Nezek, and Rabbi Lazar holds like Sumchis. You pay Nazak Shalim. So the whole entire Yibay of Rava, that there should be a, a, a Svara to say that you pay Chatsi Nazak Tzreiris, Migufai, that's all only according to the Rabbana that says that you pay Chatsi Nazak. So maybe it's similar to Keren where you collect that Chatsi Nazak Migufai. But Abulaza, if Rabbalaza holds you pay Nazak Shalim, like Sumchis, according to Sumchis, there is no reason to say that you would pay me gufa. You pay Nezek Shalem. You have to pay full pay from the best of what you have. <laughs> so how can you say that this is the explanation over there in Rabbi Loza's opinion? So basically, we now have a problem over here. How do we explain the Pshat and that Braisa? There's a machlekes between the Rabbanon and Rabbi Loza there, whether you pay Nezek Shalem or you pay Chatzin Nezek. But according to both opinions, the payment comes me only from the body of this dog itself that damaged. Why is that? Hello, so the Gemara says, what are you going to have to explain? That case is different. It's not the regular kind of tzredis. Kagoin, the shani, baha, gacheles. You're going to have to say, the way this dog took this coal and then threw it into this pile, it's not a regular case of tzredis. Usually, tzredis is what? It's a tilde of regal, because it's the regular, ordinary behavior of the animal that as it, as it walks along, it kicks pebbles. But over here, what it's talking about is that the animal, the dog, took this uh, coal in its mouth, Rashi says, let's say. It took it in an unusual manner. So because it did what it did in a very wild and unusual manner, it's not a tilde of regal. It's not the regal tzredis. This is a tilde of keren. Okay, so if it's a tilde of keren, so over here it has a different halacha. So the Gemara explains, so why would you pay Nezek Shalim? Now the fact that the Tanakhama says that when you burn down this person's pile of, uh, of wheat, you pay Chatzin Nezek, the reason is not only because it's Tzreiris, the reason is because it's a tilde of keren. It did something which is unusual. Now, why does Rabbi Loza hold, though, that you pay Nezek Shalim? So, Rabbi Loza, so look at Rab Tarfin, because Rabbi Loza holds like Rab Tarfin's opinion, which we brought already a few times. What does Rab Tarfin say regarding Keren? The Omar, he says, Mishuna Keren, Anizik, that Keren has a different halacha in the Rishus Arabim, and has a different halacha when it's done in someone's private property. That in the private property, Nezek Shalim Shalim. You do pay Nezek Shalim. Even though Keren always pays Chatzin Nezek, but if it's done in someone's private property, you do pay Nezek Shalim. So that's basically the machlekes here between the Tanakama and Rabbi Lazar. The Tanakama says that when you damage in an unusual manner, which is a tilde of Keren, whether it's in the Rishus Arabim, whether it's in the Rishus Anizik, you pay Chatzin Nezek. So you pay for this goddish that was burned Chatzin Nezek. And Rabbi Lazar holds like Rabbi Tarfin. That when it's done in the Rishus Nizik, in someone's private property, you pay Nezek Shalem. Oh, one second. Oh, so the Gemara asks on this, Veloihi, and Veloihi, but this is not a good pshat. Why not? My time in Mike Nesalara, Kerab Tarfin. Why are you explaining? That Rabbi Lazar is following Rabbi Tarfin's opinion, Mishum Nezek Shalem. That's because of Nezek Shalem. Rabbi Lazar Salva Kesumchis, Rabbi Lazar holds, you can say, no, that Rabbi Lazar really, here, so here the Gemara argues and on this and explains, okay, so the, one second, before I go right in the Gemara, this, uh, this halacha, just to, to answer the, the question that you asked, that, uh, that uh, the Gemara wanted to explain, that Rabbi Lazar goes like Rabbi Tarfin, that says that in the Rishus Nizik you pay Nezek Shalim, right, but even if you pay Nezek Shalim in the Rishus Nizik, but you still only pay Migufai, 
Rab Tarfan is not saying that it doesn't have the halacha of Karen completely. Still has the halacha of Karen that you pay Megufa. The Gemara is going to address it soon. We'll see on Ahmed base. So, but the Gemara says, this is not Veloyi. Let's, let's read again the Gemara here. Veloyi, this is not necessarily the Pshat in the Machlekes of the Tanakam and Rab and, and that is, whether we follow Rab Tarfan's opinion that in the Rishus Hanizik you pay Nezik Shalem or not. Because my time and Mike must look at Rabtarfin, Mishum Nezik Shalem. Why are you saying that Abulaza holds like Rabtarfin? Because you're trying to explain why, according to Rabulaza, you pay Nezik Shalem here. I can go back to the previous Pshat that we said. Rabulaza Savar Kesumchis. Rabulaza holds like Sumchis, the Omat Tsreiris, Nezik Shalem, Mishalem. That this is a regular case of Tsreiris. And for Tsreiris, he holds like Sumchis that you pay Nezik Shalem. Aye, what was our question? If so, if it's a regular case of Tzreiris, why would you pay me gufay? You never find that you pay me gufay from the body of the animal that caused the damage if it's a case of Tzreiris. Says the Gemara, <laughs> There's another idea here. This is his opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, the Omar tzad tamos What does this concept mean? The, the part of Tamas b'mekayma emedes, or Ashi brings this as a Gemara later in the Masechta, we'll learn about it. So this means, Rabbi Yehuda holds a very interesting thing. We know that the, the Keren, the first three times, pays Chatzin Nezek, and you collect the payment only from the body of the animal itself. After three times, you pay Nezek Shalem. You have to pay full pay. But, Rabbi Yehuda holds, when you pay Nezek Shalem, the first half, the Chatzin Nezek, you still collect Mikufay. That you still do collect only from the body of the animal. It's only the second half that you have to pay, which you're paying now Nezek Shalem, that you pay Minali. That you have to pay from the best of what you have. So since Rabbi Yehuda holds this concept, that you could say, even regarding Nezek Shalem, that there's still the first half of your pay that you take migufay tzat tamus. That part of the payment of tamus remains in its place that you still pay migufay. So the Gemara now wants to apply this concept over here to chatzinezek tzreiris. That is the machloikis whether chatzinezek pays, whether by tzreiris you pay chatzinezek or by tzreiris you pay nezek shalem. But even if you pay nezek shalem, Sumchis holds that you pay Nezek Shalem, but he doesn't completely argue with the Rabbanon that say that Sreiris is an unusual kind of a pay. He will agree to the Rabbanon that you still pay Migufay. It's similar, at least half of the payment that is. Half of that payment you pay Migufay, similar to uh, what you find according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, that after a Keren becomes a Mu'id, half of it you pay Migufay. So that would be the pshat of here in the Braisa. So we're basically going back to the previous pshat that this is a case of a regular case of tzreiris. So when 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 Rabbi Laz over here says that when you pay nezek shalim, so you still only collect the payment from the goof of the animal at satamos. He doesn't mean the full payment. He means half of that full payment will be from the body of the animal itself. But the Gemara doesn't accept this pshat. How could you how could you make this comparison? When do we find such a concept that when you pay full pay, half of that pay you're still only collecting from the body of the animal itself? When did Rabbi Yehuda say that? Betam v'nasamud. That's only if this animal first was a tam, and you had to pay chatzinezek from the body, and then it became a mud. Even when it becomes a mud, and you pay full pay. Half of it still comes from the body of the uh, animal itself. <coughs> but the muad mitchilasai, 
Over here, though, we're talking about uh, this this, uh, this uh, dog, the damaged, and it's a mood right from the beginning, because we're going here according to Sumchis that says that for Tzreiris, you're a mood from the beginning, you have to pay Nezek Shalim the first time. Did Rav Yudah ever say such a thing, that you pay from the body of the of the dog itself, and you're going to pay Nezek Shalim from its body? There's no such a thing. So the question comes back, if we're going to say that this is the case over here of Tzreiris, why would Rabbi Laza say that you pay Megufay? Okay, so if so, the khayri, you have to go back to the previous pshat that the Gemara said before, that we're talking over here not about a regular Tzreiris, we're talking over here about a Tzreiris that was done in an unusual manner, and therefore it's a tailda of Karen. Okay, but the Gemara says, Elo, so Elo. No, the Gemara now says, not necessarily. There's a third ifin how we could explain over here the pshat in this brayso. Uh, Again, what we're trying to figure out is the machlokes of the Tanakama and Rabbi Lazar whether you pay chatzin nezek or nezek shalim when the dog took this coal and and, and put it into someone's uh, pile of grain. And but they both both the Tanakama and Rabbi Lazar say that you pay me gufa. The collection comes only from the body of the dog itself. But yet they're arguing whether you pay nezek shalim or chatzin nezek. So the Gemara now suggests and says, no, we can say that there's another way how to explain this machlekes. And it could even be talking about an ordinary tzreiris and still you collect migufay. Because ki kamer abelazar nezek shalim. When abelazar over here came and said that you pay nezek shalim, what did abelazar mean to say? Kagayin the iayid. What happened over here is, this is something that the dog did the, the third time. And this is what they're arguing about. Mar Sovar, the Tanakama holds, or Mar Sovar actually goes on, um, goes on, on Rabbalazar actually. So Mar Sovar, Rabbalazar holds, Yesh Hadol Tzreiris. Even though, by Tzreiris, the Halach Lomishim Yisina says that you only pay Chatzin Nezek, that's when it does it the first three times. But once it does it more than three times, then even by Tzreiris, you're going to pay Nezek Shalim. Just like, in other words, what this, according to this opinion, just like by Karen, the Titus says that the first three times you pay Chatzin Ezek, and then you pay Nezek Shalim, Tzreiris works the same way. The Halach Lomayshim Yisina of Tzreiris was that Tzreiris should be similar to Tam by Karen. The first three times you pay Chatzin Ezek, and then afterwards you pay Nezek Shalim. And that's what uh, Rabbi Loza was saying over here, that you pay Nezek Shalim. And when he said Migufay, what does Migufay mean? Half of the payment comes Migufay. There's a, there, because before there was Chatzin Nezek, and now because it became a Mu'ed, so you pay Nezek Shalim, but the first half of the payment, like Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, before remains B'mekayma, that that half you still pay, Migufay. But Amar Sova, the Tanakama holds, ain't Hadol Letzreiris. This concept of Hadol, that after three times you pay Nezek Shalim, does not exist by Tzreiris. Tzreiris, you always pay Chatzin Nezek as many times as the animal does this. That would be the machlekes over here. So according to this, what does it come out? What is the Gemara trying to say with all of this? We're talking, this is one pshat nirashi. There's actually two pshat nirashi here, but this is one pshat nirashi, the second pshat nirashi, actually, and Taisus learns like this as well, that the Gemara now is explaining that this machlekes of Rabbi Loza and the Tanakhama is talking about regular tzreiris. And we can prove from here that the payment by regular tzreiris comes migufa, comes from the body, only from the body of the dog itself in this case. And what is the argument between the Tanakam and Rabbi Loza, whether you pay Nezek Shalim or Chatzin Nezek, when the dog did it after three times, do you say that it becomes a Mu'ed, or do you say no, that you still pay Chatzin Nezek? That would be the Pshat over here. So we could prove that you pay Migufay. But the Gemara says, if this is the Pshat and this Braise, so Ela, Hoda Boyerove, this, that Berove had an Iboya about this exact uh, subject. Yesh Hadol Etzredes. 
Do we apply the concept of Hadol? That after three times you pay Nezek Shalom. Do we apply that to Tzreiris similar to the way it is by the Keren, when there's a Tam and there's a Muet or not? So why is Rav asking this Shailah? We can answer it right over here. According to the Rabbanan, Rabbanan say even after three times you only pay half. And Eli Rabbalazar, and if we follow Rabbalazar's opinion, yes, Adol, as you just explained, there is Adol. You could, uh, you do pay Nazak Shalom over here after three times. So we should resolve Rav Zibayah from this uh, Braisa. So the Gemara says, no, you can't prove it because we can say the Pshat that we said before. Amalach Rav, Rav will tell you. When did I have this Iboye? Whether after three times the, the payment of Tzreiris changes from Chatzin Nezek to Nezek Shalim, I'll leave it the Rabbanon. That was a Shiloh all, only according to the Rabbanon, which say that the first three times you pay Chatzin Nezek. The Pligia lay the Sumchis, they argue on Sumchis. Aval Hacha, but over here I can tell you as follows. Maybe in this Braise, both the Rabbanon and Rabbalazar, regarding the Allah of Tzreiris, they agree to Rabbalazar that you pay Nezak Shalim. For Tzreiris, you pay Nezak Shalim even the first time. So what is the argument over here in this case? Again, that you pay Nezak Shalim from the first time. Why did Rabbanon and this Braisa, when this dog took the coal and placed it on this Godish and damaged it and, and burnt it, why did the Rabbanon here say that you pay Nezek Shalem? So this is like the Pshat that we said before already, the Shani, because if you hear the way the dog brought the coal to the Godish, it did it in an unusual manner. So it took it in its mouth, let's say. So therefore, this is really only a tailed off Keren. And Veloyi Yayit. And it did not, there was no yield, meaning it did not happen three times. And that's the argument over here. If this damage was done in the Rishos of the Nizik, whether you pay Nezak Shalim or Chatzin Nezik, this is the same Pshat that the Gemara suggested before in Amar Aleph, which is a Beplukte, the Raptarfim, Verabon, and Kamiflugi. They're arguing when you damage in a Toyota of Keren, and it's not in the Rishos of Rabin, but it's in the Rishos of the Nizik, do you pay Chatzin Nezik or Nezak Shalim? That's the Machloikas of Raptarfim and the Rabbanan. But the Gemara asks on this pshat, aim with the shamat lele raptarf and nezek shalim migufai again. Sorry again, aim with the shamat lele raptarf and nezek shalim. Raptarfin, he holds that you pay in the, the in the rishus of the nizik, you pay nezek shalim. It's different than uh, in the, when when, uh, when it happens in the rishus of Over there, you only pay chatzi nezek. When it happens in the rishus of the nizik, over here, Raptarfin says you will have to pay nezek shalim. Okay, so that could explain the opinion of Abelazar why you would pay nezek shalim. But the question though is megufai mishametle. But do you have to pay this only from the body of the dog itself that did this damage? This is, this is the question that we were speaking about before in Amar Aleph. Here the Gemara addresses it. How would you explain why according to Rabbi Lazar do you pay only from the body of the dog itself? So the Gemara says, in, yeah, Rabbi, uh, he, uh, Rabbi Lazar holds like Raptarfin, and according to Raptarfin's opinion, so you take a pain as a shalim, but the collection of the payment still only comes from the body of the animal itself. So the Gemara asks, Mehei Mikerem Rabim. Oh, the Gemara explains actually, sorry. The Gemara explains, what's the source of Rav Tarfin? From where does Rav Tarfin say that you know this halacha, that when the damage of Keren, even though it's a tam, it happened in the Rishus of the Nizik, how do you know that you pay Nezek Shalim? Mirushus Arabim. You learn it out from Rishus Arabim. This is a Kalva The Gemara is going to explain later this Kalva Chaymer, that you, that you make this Kalva from the Rishus Arabim to the Rishus Nizik. What's the Kalva The Tam in the Rishus Arabim pays for the damage that it causes. 
even though Rishus Harabim is a place which is more lenient for the damages of a behemoth. Why is it more lenient? Because for shame, the regular you put there. So in the Rishus Nizik, where you see the Torah is more machmer, because for shame, the regular you have to pay for the damages, for sure, for the time, you should have to pay more as well. And therefore you pay Nezek Shalim. That was the source of uh, Rab Tarfan's opinion. You learn it out from the, the payment of Keren and the Rishus Arabim. So if we're learning it out from the payment of Keren and the Rishus Arabim with this Kavu so therefore I say, The rule is, whatever you learn out from a source, from a Kavu so over here, Rab Tarfan is learning out the payment of Keren in the Rishus Nizik, which is Nezek Shalim, from the payment of Keren and the Rishus Arabim, just like the payment of Keren and the Rishus Arabim, you pay me Gufay, the payment in the Rishus and Isaac is also Migufay. So therefore, this is this, Rabtarfan's opinion over here is the opinion of Rabbi Lazar, that in the Rishus and Isaac you pay Nezek Shalem, but it's still Migufay. You only collect it from the body of the dog itself in this case. But the Gemara asks on this, for how Rabtarfan Lesley Dayoi. How can you say that this is true according to Rabtarfan? We know the rule Rabtarfan holds when it comes to Akav Chaimer, you do not say Dayoi, meaning you do not uh, stop. And, and, and limit what you could learn out from a Kavachaymer. The concept of Daya usually means you could never learn out with a Kavachaymer more than the source of where your Kavachaymer comes from. So over here, you're learning Keren in the Rishus of the Nizid from the Keren in the, in the Rishus Arabim, but you, you're not going to say that Keren in the Rishus Arabim cannot be Chayv more than the source of the Keren in the Rishus Arabim. It doesn't work that way. According to Rabtarfin, you don't say such a concept of Daya. So that, that's actually true, right? Right over here. In this case, what, what is what's the kavachaymer that Rabtafen is learning out? Rabtafen is telling you that Keren in the Rishus Arabim pays chatzin nezek, and from that we learn a kavachaymer that Keren in the Rishus of the nezek you pay nezek sholim. The kavachaymer is teaching you that Keren in the Rishus of nezek actually pays more than the Keren in the Rishus uh, Rishus Arabim. So and, and Rabtafen holds you cannot say daya whenever. You have a kavachaymer, and if if you're gonna if the whole kavachaymer will be refuted by saying dayoi, you don't say dayoi. That's the whole chiddush of the kayach of a kavachaymer that you can show the stringency of an animal damaging in the rishus anizik that it's even more than it damages in the rishus harabim, <laughs> and you pay even more than the source of where your kavachaymer was from. Says the Gemara, ki lesle dayoi. When does Rab Tarfan hold that you don't apply this concept of dayoi, that you can't learn out more than what the source has? If by you saying dayoi, then the whole kavachaymer is pointless, then Rab Tarfan holds that this is one of the, it's a midabitayr, this is a chiddush that the says, you can learn out even a bigger stringency than the source itself has. And that's regarding over here in our case, that's regarding the payment of Nezek Shalim. But regarding this detail of whether you pay Migufoy or you pay Menaliyah, so regarding this additional detail, even if you're going to say Dayoi, that we're not going to pay more than what the original source has, it's not going to refute the Kavachaymer. It's like Dayoi. In this case, he does hold Dayoi. So yeah, we learn out Keren Bereshus Nizik from Keren Bereshus Arabim. Regarding the payment of Nezik Shalem, we do not apply the rule of Dayoi. And we say that in Rishus Nizik, it actually pays more than it pays in the Rishus Arabim, because otherwise there's no stringency that you can learn out from this Kavachaymer. But regarding the quality of the payment, whether you pay Migufoy or you pay Menaliyah, for that we apply the rule of Dayoi, and we say that you only pay like what you pay in the Rishus Arabim, which is only Migufoy. Taisus over here addresses that the, the Gemara is not clear because maybe you should say it's the other way around. Maybe you should say regarding the Megufa, you should apply the, uh, 
the you should maybe regarding the megufa you should not apply dayay, and maybe regarding the payment of nezek shalim you should apply dayay. Maybe you should say it the other way around. Taisa says it's more mustavar to say that the quality of the payment remains the same, but the, the amount of payment that's the that's the stringency that you learn out that it's more than uh, what it is in the rishisaram. <laughs> Okay, the, the Gemara over here, this entire, the Ibaya that the Gemara asked, whether you pay me Gufay, whether you, by, by Tzreides, the Gemara did not resolve this Ibaya either. Now the Gemara will discuss the third Ibaya that it brought up regarding Tzreides. This is all Rav. Rav is asking different Ibayas over here regarding the Halacha of Tzreides. When you have the special Halacha Lameh Misinai that Tzreides is different, and you only pay Chatzin Ezek, so Rav has a bunch of Ibayas about this. Here's the third Ibayah of Rav about this. So Gufe, let's bring back the Ibaya we mentioned before that Rav said, Boya Rav, Rav asked the Shaila, Yesh, Hadol, Itzreides, when the animal kicks pebbles and it damages, and it happened after three times, do I say that now it does pay Nazak Shalim, or ain't Hadol, Itzreides, or it does not pay Nazak Shalim even after three times? Lekeren, Midamin, do I compare Itzreides to Keren, and therefore after three times you pay Nazak Shalim, or do I say no? That Tzreides is just a tilde of regel, and by regel, as many times as you do it, the, the payment remains the same. So according to the Rabbanon, which is Chatzin Ezek, the payment remains the same, it doesn't change. So again, the Gemara begins with the same Braise that we quoted before, Toshema, the Braise says, Hidus Einemud, a chicken jumping around, it's not Muud for this, it's not usual. The Yashaymrim, another opinion says, Hareza Muud, this is usual for the chicken to do. So the Gemara asks, what are we talking about over here? We're discussing a chicken jumping around, whether that's usual or not. Obviously, it's usual for the chicken to do this. The chicken jumped around and a pebble flew out and was mazik. So this is a case of tzreiris. My love, so don't you think, the machlaikis in this b'raisa, whether it's a muad or not, is because it did it three times. And the argument over here is, Mar Savar so the mandama that says that it's a muid, what it's saying is, after it did it three times, it becomes a muid in your pain as a shalem. The other pain says, no, even after it did it three times, it does not become a muid, and you still pay chatzin nezek. So the Gemara again says the same thing as it said before, no, b'chad zimne, this is a case where it only did it once. The argument in this b'raise is, is, is the basic argument of tzreiris, whether you pay chatzin nezek or you pay nezek shalem. Toshim Adagamara brings an eye from another Braisa. So it relieves itself. And this Gelolim that comes out from the, from the animal went on a dough and it damaged and it, it ruined this dough. That you pay full pay for this. That you pay for this only half a pay. Ashur over here points out that this Rav Yehuda and Rav Lazar are not Tanoim. This is Amachlaikis between Amiraim. This is Rabbi Yehuda, which was an Amaira, and Rabbi Lazar, which is Rabbi Lazar ben uh, Pedos, which was an Amaira. That's, that's Rashi's Prat over here. Okay, so what do we see? What's the explanation for this Machlaikis over here? So, my love, don't you think? What are they arguing about? Kagoyim da'ovet losazimni, that this, this behemoth, the glolem came out of the animal and it damaged the dough. This happened three times. And the argument whether you pay half a payment or full payment is as follows. Now the Gemara understands that this is a regular case of tzreiris. Why? Because the animal is not damaging the dough directly with its body. It's only damaging it with the glolim that come out of its body. So what are they arguing about? So the opinion that says, the Yudu that says you pay Nezek Shalim is because it happened three times. And Rabbi Loza says no, that uh, even by, by tzreiris, after three times, there's no Adah, and you still pay Chatzin Ezek. 
Says the Gemara Loi, that's not the explanation of their argument. Bechad Zimne is the first time that happened. But, Ubeplukte the Simchas Varabana Kamiflegi. Rav Yudeh and Rav Lazar are arguing in the Machlaikis of Rav Yudeh, of, of Simchas and the Rabbana, that is, whether you pay Chatzin Nezek or you pay, pay Nezek Shalim, same Machlaikis of Simchas and the Rabbana. So over here, over here, it comes out that Rabbi Lazar that says that you pay Chatzinezek goes according to the Rabbanon, right? And Rabbi Yehuda goes according to Sumchis. So therefore, Rashi says this Rabbi Lazar cannot be Rabbi Lazar, which is a Tana, because in Omer Aleph we were discussing Rabbi Lazar, and over there it says that Rabbi Lazar holds like Sumchis, and over here we're saying he holds like the Rabbanon. So therefore, Rashi says this is a different. This is Rabbi Lazar, which is an Amaira. But the Gemara asks on this pshat, how could you say that this case of the behemah relieving itself in a place where there's dough and it ruins it, that this is the machlekes of Atzreides? But for Hamishunahu, the animal to go and relieve itself in such a place where there's dough over there and to damage the dough, this is a very unusual behavior for the animal. If so, this is not a regular case of Tzreides. This is a, it should be a tilde of Keren, and everybody should agree that Yepechatzi Nezek. And says the Gemara, the Dochik Lei Alma. That the, no, it is usual for the animal because the animal was cornered in a certain spot where it couldn't move out of its position, and therefore it relieved itself over there where the dough is, and therefore it is a normal behavior for the animal. But the Gemara asks if this is the explanation of their machlekes, <laughs> the lamer of Yehuda halachik is sumchis. Why wouldn't Rav Yehuda just clearly say that I paskin like sumchis? Evelamer Rav Lazar halachik rabbanon. And Rabbi Lazar said that I paskin like the Rabbanon. Why are they bringing their machlekes in this uh, specific case of the animal relieving itself on the dough? Says the Gemara, no, because this case is actually not exactly the same as Tzreides. Why not? Glalim, it's There is a Chiddush regarding the case of Glalim. Because Salkadayt Chamin, I would think to say, The Glalim that come out of the body of the animal is not like Tzreides. Tzreides are pebbles that the animal kicks. But over here, the glolim was formed in the body of the animal, and it's coming out of the body of the animal. I would think maybe it's just like the body of the animal. Kamash Malan. So therefore, it has to say over here that regarding Tzreides, in this case, that it is, it is similar to Tzreides, and therefore there's a machlekes, whether it's Chatzin Nezek or Nezek Shalim. Okay, just to finish off with one more point, Rashi over here says that what's also unique about this case is that when the animal relieves itself, it's really a tale, it seems like it would be a tale of shame. Not a tilde of regal. Till now, we had the concept of chatzinezek tzreides as a tilde of regal. But over here, when the animal relieves itself, what is it doing? It's not trampling or kicking, but it's it's rather it's relieving itself, which is with hano. That's a tilde of shame, which when an animal does something, which gives it hano. So, so Rashi says either Rashi says that the animal is relieving itself in a way where there's no hano. It's possible that it should be without hano. Or Rashi says any time there's a it, it, it happens in an oifen of tzreiris, it's not going to be a tailed of shame. Even if it's with Hanoah, it's a tailed of regel and you pay chatzinezek. Okay.